It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 24th of June. Great emails in my inbox. We'll start there. Avery Bradley's out. What does that mean? A different style for the Utah Jazz? Plus, all the different models are out there. We get to learn a lot. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully making it way better to be a Jazz fan. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. All right, a lot of things today. But most of all, I just got three different emails that I like was putting the show together. And I was like, let's let's highlight Peter Hayward and Russell Harkis and and Owen Stevens, three people who uh, sent me emails and and start there. Uh, So I wanted I wanted to start there. Uh, some, Some really good stuff. So Peter Hayward emailed me, says, I've been listening to you for about seven to eight years. Huge jazz fan. Don't live in Utah but you've made jazz fan much easier and more fun. That's the whole point, right? Um, I've listened a lot and read a lot over the last few weeks, and your Black Lives Matters podcast was incredibly helpful for me to gain more understanding. I don't agree with everything Black Lives Matter organization stands for, but my eyes have been open to what the phrase Black Lives Matters means. Not every black man is going to be George Floyd, but I'm starting to realize almost every black man or woman has had negative or terrible experiences because of the color of their skin. And that's not right. It has to change. I like so many others that I don't have all the answers or how to create the change systematically, but I'm starting with myself and my family. My kids are going to be taught about our nation's great, terrible history so that they can learn from it and be more understanding and loving to all people. You probably don't need any of this. Uh, but I felt sincere gratitude to you and your host that put together that podcast. Please pass it along and let them know there is an advocate who will be better to strive and be better every day. That's pretty cool. I wanted to add on a few things on that. One is, I don't think there's an organization in the world that I support that I agree with everything on. Right? Like, let's just be really... Now, I think you can use this as an excuse, right? You can have an organization that has white supremacist entities to it, and you say, well, they do other really good things for me too, so then it's okay. So you got to be really careful on how you use this concept. But when when he writes in there, I don't agree with everything Black Lives... That's, that's where the outside forces divide us on issues that we don't need to be divided on. And what I mean by that is, And I go back to kind of what my premise has been about this issue the whole time we've talked about it. We all agree. Really, unless you're a hood-wearing member of the Ku Klux Klan, we all agree. People should be treated right. People should be treated fairly. People should have equal chances. If you don't agree with that, you're a hood-wearing member of the Ku Klux Klan. Like, you might not wear the hood, but you're basically, right? Like, come on. We all agree. 
Yeah, we don't all agree on each little detail, but at the core of all of it, we all agree that whether we have a son or a daughter, a black child or a white child, an Asian child or an Indian child, they should all have the same opportunities in life and that none of them should be treated or felt unsafe or less worthy because of any of those descriptions I just gave you. I would include gay or straight in that. We agree. So just like, I think this is great by Peter. I don't mean to get on a soapbox. I think it's great. And I will relay that to our host. Our hosts have been incredible. I'm gonna, I want to share that too. And we'll get to the other stuff. So we sent an email out to our hosts on Locked On to all 150 shows. So like three, 250 hosts. We like actually built this like company. It's kind of crazy. Like we're the, somewhere between like the third, fourth or fifth biggest sports podcast network in the country at this point. And we just said, hey, we stand against racism and social injustice. And we're going to put out these audio pieces and we need you to help voice them. And you may have heard it, may not. On this podcast, you probably have not because we've run a lot of ads recently. And so there's no space for them, uh, which is crappy. Uh, so we did that. And then our hosts all started making donations to local and national organizations. In the month of June, Lockdown is matching all of our host donations up to $10,000 to make your own donation along with us. Please go to lockdownpodcast.com slash black lives matter. Honestly, as the CEO of lockdown, other than the fact I'm willing to give away a bunch of money of my own, I deserve no credit for that. That is a hundred percent done by our talent. It was really cool. So, all right. So thank you to Peter. I will relay that. Um, I think it's, it's really cool. So thank you, Peter, very, very much for sharing that. All right, let's go to Russell Harkness, who says, hey, I've really enjoyed everyone's favorite memories. It's been therapeutic in a sense during these difficult times. I've been listening to you since you came back to Utah and had the show on 1320K fan. Thanks for your efforts to give us well-thought-out content every day. Now, by the way, I, don't, uh, I didn't have a show on 1320K fan when I came back, so I can't tell whether Russell means like when I was really young, like 26, 27, I found the cassette tapes of my last show I ever did in 1998 before I left to go to Seattle before I came back to Utah in 08. And uh, my friends over at Larson Digital have transcribed or have digitized or changed, you know, done whatever they do for me. So I will, um, I'm going to take a listen to them. Uh, they sent them to me and then I kind of forgot about it. But here's what Russell has to say about his favorite memory. Um, I was born in 1979. My earliest memory is my uncle's debating my grandpa if John Stockton would replace Ricky Green in the starting lineup. That's great. I remember watching jazz games on KOOG Channel 30. I do not. Reenacting every Carl Malone dunk on my little Nerf hoop. I remember being incensed when AC Green was voted a starter in their all-star game over Carl and watching him completely obliterate the Bucks for 61. My grandpa took me to see my first game in person. See, these are the moments, man. This is what sports does. Grandpa taking the young Russell Harkness to a game. How great is that? It was a preseason game at D Event Center in Ogden. I can have this great visual. I've got Russell's grandpa with like a little bit of a flipped back gray hair. Nineteen, maybe he's got his sh- sleeves rolled up a little bit on the side. Might, he might have a little bulging biceps while he's holding his young grandson by the hand, right hand. Russell reaching up with the left with his jazz hat on. That's just actually a little too big for him. His t-shirt that's a little bigger than it needs to be. And he's got these big eyes. I need to do play by play. Like clearly missed doing play by play. 
as I as I build this out in my mind. All right, preseason game, D Event Center in Ogden. The Jazz were playing the Portland Trailblazers. Blue Edwards was a rookie, and I remember thinking the whole crowd was booing him when he was introduced. My older cousin quickly informed me that his name was Blue and sounded like Boo. But the thing that stood out the most that night was the size of Carmelo's biceps and the length of Mark Eaton's legs. I remember wondering if Jim Les, Delaney Rudd, Eric Murdoch, Jay Humphreys, John Crotty would finally be the guard that would keep the Jazz afloat for stock to take a rest. I also love this note on that. I believe Russell Harkness's memory has taken like 15 years of Jazz backup point guards into one night because I don't think Jim Les, Delaney Rudd, Eric Murdoch, Jay Humphreys, John Crotty were all on the same team. I'm certain of it. I was at the game against the Nuggets when Stockton passed Magic for the assist record. Thank you, Junior Jazz, for the nosebleed seats. An incredible night. I've never heard any arena that loud. Watching the Jazz pound the Nuggets for bucket after bucket. I think they went over 40 points in the first quarter. It was insane uh, in those days and quite fun. I remember Carl catching a pass in the low block, not one of John's best, ironically, and calmly turning, seeking a baseline jumper to give John the record, and then pausing the game so that Magic congratulates Stockton. But my favorite memory came... Years later, Russell was verbose, but he was good, so we keep going. In the summer of 2009, I was at Lagoon on July 24th using a urinal in the South Men's Room. Uh-oh, where's this story going? By the Skyride entrance. There'll be no play-by-play of this. Young Russell walks into... No, no, we're not doing that. A shadow filled the room as someone approached the urinal next to me. This just does not sound good. Who could it be? The mailman of... I've pre-read it, don't worry. The mailman, of course. I quickly thought to myself, how odd that not only did I know it was my birth... He was, no, it was my birth, his birthday, but how old he was, his height, his weight, and how many other details about his life. The guy couldn't even use the restroom without being noticed. At first, I decided I wouldn't say anything and let him do his thing in peace, but then I couldn't contain myself. I leaned over to Carl and said, we miss you. He laughed and then initiated a conversation from there. He was very gracious as we washed our hands for five minutes, I hope, or for 30 seconds, I hope. I had to ask him a question. I was a seminar teacher a seminary teacher at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and occasionally received communications from missionaries that I taught. One missionary had sent a picture of him standing with his companion in Carl's living room in Louisiana. They were standing in front of a fireplace, Carl's arm around each missionary with a huge mountain lion perched on the mantle behind them. The letter indicated they had approached Carl's house and welcomed warmly. Carl grilled them steaks and then let the missionaries share a message. I told Carl about the letter and asked if he regretted feeding them since other missionaries would hear about it and approach him in the house wanting the same experience. He smiled and said, ah, I'm the first stop of every transfer. And then he winked at me and walked away with his family. Say what you want about Carl and his missteps of the past, but all I see is a man with a big heart who's willing to open his home to anyone and share it. I will always be a fan. Thank you, Russ Harkness. Thank you to Peter Hayward. Great stories to start the show. I've actually got one more, which is the top 10 Axios list uh, coming from Owen Stevenson. Thank you guys for all your amazing emails. DLock09 at gmail.com. Today's show is brought to you by the stores, 6200 South, 20th East. I'm heading down to the Valley today to say hi to friends who I haven't seen in a while. I might have to stop by and say hi to Jeff and Scott and Amy over at the store. They do such great work, have such a great community feel to what they are. You get that whenever you walk in. You know immediately you're in Utah's own, whether it's the various products you don't get anywhere else or Utah's own, or whether it's just the general feel of having the kids helping there, working and taking the elderly people's uh, groceries out to them. You can now do pickup and delivery or pickup and uh, online ordering at the store if you don't want to go in and have contacts uh, as well or if you have someone, you help out some of the your grandparents or your parents who you don't want to have out 
as well. That's all being done at the store now as well. Great products, the chicken enchiladas, as well as the honey barbecue ribs, all there at the store at 600 South and 20th East. Today's show is also brought to you by Blinkist. Get that great read in 15 minutes or less. As I drive down the canyon, I may do it today. The other day, I listened to Albert Einstein, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. There's a million books out there you want to read. You don't have time for all of them, but you still want the points. Well, Blinkist does it for you with Blinks. It's right. Blinkist takes thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down to just 15 minutes so you can read them. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information. The audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, a lunch break, or while you exercise. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now. It has a massive growing library from self-help, business, health to history books. Blinkist is the latest titles in the bestsellers list as well as the classic nonfiction titles. So go get your Blinks. They'll break it down into like 15 different major points for you and you take away the knowledge of the book. It's great for those books you know you're never going to get to, but you want the information of. Right now, with a limited time, Blinkist has an offer just for you. Go to Blinkist.com slash NBA, try for seven days, and save 25% off your new subscription. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com. Start your seven-day free trial, and you'll save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. All right, our final email of the day. Um comes from Owen Stevens, and if you've been following this week, Axios is doing their top 30 all-time NBA rosters from each franchise. And boy, the first three have made you thankful that you're a Jazz fan. Um, so we, we've all kind of, I put out my top 10 and then wanted to see what uh, everybody else thought um, and get yours. So you're welcome when you have yours to email me at dlock. 09 at gmail.com. I had Lakers, Celtics. So this is starting five or starting lineup or main lineup or team lineup of your all-time franchise roster. So I had Lakers, Celtics, Sixers, Bulls, Bucks, Warriors, Spurs, Heat, Knicks, and then Piston Rockets, Jazz, Blazers. I had a hard time figuring out. Owen Stevens, 14-year-old. So he's going into the little knot. He must be a big fan. He goes Lakers 1, Celtics 2. I think we all agree there. He goes Bulls 3. Interesting. With De- Derek Rose's MVP year, Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Artis Gilmore. Pretty good. Warriors 4. I had him at 6. Steph, Clay, Rick Barry, Kevin Durant, Wilt Chamberlain, Chris Mullen. You also have Mitch Richmond and Tim Hardaway. You have a guy by the name of Nate Thurman who's a Hall of Famer. The Warriors is pretty good. Spurs, five. I had them at seven with Parker, George Gerving, Manu, Duncan, and Robinson. Six, Miami, he has. I had him at eight, Wade, LeBron, Morning, etc. Philly, he has at seven. Iverson, Julius Irving, Ben Simmons, Moses Malone, Joel Embiid. You also might have Wilt Chamberlain there, depending if you think it's the Philadelphia Warriors or Sixers. It feels like Philadelphia... He has the Pistons at 8. I had him at 10. He has the Jazz at 9. Stockton, he includes Pistol Pete. Certainly value. Adrian Dantley, Mailman, Rudy Donovan, not in because of Pistol Pete. And then he had Rockets at 11. So he drops the Knicks. Few people have dropped the Knicks. I I think the Knicks will be top 10 with Monroe, Frazier, Bernard King, Patrick Ewing, Willis Reed. 
Latrell Sprewell is pretty great in his time. Um, that's the only, so he has the Rockets and Jazz in, and I had the Knicks in, the top 10, and no one's gone with Portland yet. I mean, today's Axios team, again, a great reminder of how great it is to be a Jazz fan. Uh, so today's Axios team is the Charlotte Hornets. And the only thing that may be most stunning about Charlotte is that they're not last. It's not a terrible team. Kemba Walker's your point guard. Del Curry is your shooting guard. Glenn Rice, who could really put it up. Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning. The bench gets weak fast, though. Muggsy Bogues, Gerald Wallace, Anthony Mason, Emeka Okafor, Eddie Jones, David Wesley, and Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton should not be on an all-time team. David Wesley should not be on an all-time team. Eddie Jones should not be on an all-time team. Emeka Okafor should probably not be on an all-time team. And certainly Gerald Wallace should not. Um, Glenn Rice was pretty darn good. Averaged like 24 points a game at one point in time. So uh, the one Hall of Famer is Alonzo Mourning. Those are thankful who the Jazz are so far. Um I'm really impressed by what Axios um, is doing on that. Kendall Baker does a great job. Uh, if you need the link on that, let me know. All right, so Avery Bradley has decided not to play. This is a big story. Avery Bradley is really good, and part of what makes the Lakers really good as the third-best defensive team in the NBA is the fact that the length with LeBron and Anthony Davis and Avery Bradley and when Caruso comes off the bench, they're tough. Danny Green. Avery Bradley. They weren't dramatically better with Avery Bradley, but they were a point and a half better defensively when Avery Bradley was on the floor this year than when he was off. The impact of Avery Bradley on the floor. They shot 1.1 points better effective field goal percentage with Bradley on the floor. And they were better defensively. They forced more turnovers with him. Uh, They didn't, they, they turned it over a bit more. But when you look at minutes played, Avery Bradley's the sixth biggest minutes played guy on the roster. He's had a very good year for them. And that's coming out of when in Detroit, it seemed like he was probably broken. He doesn't use a lot of possessions. It's kind of the perfect mix in that. He doesn't pass it a lot. He's really there, kind of his defensive prowess and pressure and what he does, playing 24 minutes a night. And the fact that he's not coming, I think it's like, hey, you're looking for little chinks in the armor compared to the... You know, compared to what you get with the L.A. Clippers and losing Avery Bradley matters. I mean, they're the best lineup the Lakers have. Ironically enough, with Anthony Davis off the floor uh, is a plus 18.5. It's Bradley, Danny Green, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzman, Val McGee. Another one of their best lineups plus 100 minutes is Rajon Rondo, Avery Bradley, Caldwell Pope, Kyle Kuzman, Anthony Davis, LeBron off. 
And then their most commonly used lineup is Avery Bradley, Danny Green, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, and they're plus 13 in that lineup. And so suddenly not ha- I, not having Avery Bradley, to me, on a hey, they still have LeBron, they still have Anthony Davis, that's just a big deal. If you take... Anthony Davis off the floor. It's not something dramatic like, oh, they don't have any. No, no, come on. They're the Lakers. They're they're loaded. But you lose your bet. They now only have four lineups that have played over 100 minutes together. The best lineup they've had all year is Rajon Rondo, Alex Caruso, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Dwight Howard. No Anthony Davis. And again, kind of how many times does that show up? But. There isn't, they only, the lineups that they now have, they have four of them with 100 minutes played. Plus 2.3 with, when you take Caldwell Pope and put him in for Avery Bradley, just not enough ball handling in that starting lineup. Put Rondo and Caldwell Pope in with James Kuzman Howard, and they're very good. Put Rondo and Caruso in with Caldwell Pope, Kuzman Davis, and they're only okay. It's a big hit. It's a big hit. A, you know, the Jazz have lost Boyan for this stretch. That's a big hit, too. And you look at our best lineups, by the way, if just if you don't. With Boyan, we have a plus 11 when we have Conley, Mitchell, O'Neal, Boyan, and Gobert on the floor. Put bringing Clarkson for Conley, and we're plus 11. Play some bench. Moutier, O'Neal, Boyan Ingles Gobert were plus 22 plus in 100 minutes. And Mike Conley, Royce O'Neal, Boyan Ingles Gobert take Donovan out. We're only plus two. Now you go through and you take Boyan off the floor. And we only, we have two lineups that have only played 100 and they've only played 150 and 130 minutes. None of them involve Rudy Gobert because the Jazz matched Rudy Gobert and Boyan Bogdanovich, anything. However, the bench units have been, we have a few bench units that have been great. This was, remember, the big turning point for the Jazz at that point of the season was that the bench turned the corner. So Conley, Clarkson, Ingles, Niang, Bradley, plus 31. Mitchell, Clarkson, Ingles, Niang, Bradley, plus 24. Surprisingly, it looks as though if you put and I'm just going to do, I, I have not looked at this before. If you put Joe Ingles and George Niang on the floor together, it almost looks like we're okay. It might just be a small sample size and no Boyan Bogdanovich. Nope, not that good. Plus 3.1. Doesn't hold up that long. How about if you take Tony Bradley and put him on the floor? We're going to get into a small sample size here because the first thing that jumped out is me, a bunch of Ed Davis minutes were bad and a bunch of Jeff Green minutes were bad. So let's have no, how about this? No Jeff Green and no Ed Davis would be the other way to do this. Instead of saying it has to be Tony Bradley. And let's see what we get. Well, now we're plus 18. Now we're good. So we filtered it down. 512 possessions, not a lot. And we get those two big lineups that are good. But Clarkson, Ingles, Niang, Bradley... Foursome has been very good this year. Be interesting to see. 
Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. They've done, they've done some amazing things. They're actually about to run out of inventory. It's just incredible. So Built Bar is launching a brand new product line. So they took inventory closeout, 50% off everything, and 100% of the profits will be donated to organizations that support education, poverty, equal equality, and ending hate and racism. It's amazing. You're beginning to see sold out on the site. Banana nut bread? Sold out. Mint brownie delight, sold out. Black cherry chocolate cream, sold out. Vanilla chocolate cream, sold out. You guys have been amazing. Unbelievable in supporting Built Bar. Utah company, we love it. So if you want to go get your Built Bar, 50% off right now. Listen, learn, love. That's their slogan right now. 100% of the profits from 8 million bars are going to be donated to organizations that support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. Go now. 170 calories, 18 protein grams, 5 grams of sugar. Great macros, great tasting. Get them now before they're all sold out, and then they have the new brands all launching here in a few weeks. It's Built Bar, promo code's locked on. Not sure you can get the $10 off with 50% off already, but just go get it done before you lose out on the opportunity. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, so one note uh, yesterday, we talked about Major League Baseball TV ratings versus NBA. It is worth knowing if fans are in the crowd, Major League Baseball gets $11 billion of revenue, Major League, and NBA gets about nine. Like, so they're still bigger. Um, All right, I think this is really, uh, from a COVID standpoint, pretty interesting right now. We have a model of everything. We're going to have a model of everything and we're going to get to see how they all work. So the NBA is the most restrictive in the bubble and the positive tests of the Phoenix Suns and Jokic are to be expected. And this is the first wave of testing that goes on now. And then in 14 to 18 days, teams leave to go to Orlando and another wave of testing. And then they have, when they arrive in Orlando, they have another 20 days before they play a game that counts. And so you have two quarantine periods there. And hopefully by the time you hit, you know, sometime in July with everybody in the bubble in Orlando that you end up with uh, no testing problems or no positive tests. You've got the bubble down. So that's the most restrictive. This is when December, January, and February come and all else fails, we can go back to this if this works. This is 
What the NBA is doing is probably the singular most important one because we need to have a fail-safe approach. Major League Baseball is going to have no fans. They're, all the details of their documents aren't there, but they're traveling. They're going to move from city to city. Of the, this version, that's the most open because in the middle is the NHL. And the NHL is going to have four hub cities. They're not entirely sure. It's Chicago, Edmonton, Las Vegas, L.A., Toronto, and Vancouver are being discussed. And they're going to put teams in those hubs, kind of a bubble. And then they're going to move them to the final site for the finals. Okay, so that lets us know. There's a little movement there. The PGA Tour is really interesting because... They're not able to restrict what happens in between. They're trying to restrict and do a lot of testing, and they're beginning. They had their first positive test in Nick Watney, and now Cameron um, Champ has one, and Graham McDowell's uh, caddy. And it, it's not clear that they're all coming from the same spot. Uh, Cameron Champ, or one of the two, thinks they got it on a commercial flight. Who knows? Uh, Nick Watney's not sure. We had players travel with them on private jets amongst each other. Let's see what happens. Like the PGA Tour is going to be really interesting this week. This week and next week to see if two or three people get in the tour with what is a pretty open system, whether or not it spreads. But it's all, but it's also like the game. There's no contact inside of the game. And then we have the, the women's soccer bubble in, in Utah. So we actually now have this. And then finally the NFL has come out and said, they're going to let each team determine what they want to do with their fans. And the NFL's got so many players in massive locker rooms, and I'm not entirely sure what they're planning to do to try to get all these other pieces together. But it's pretty interesting to see how this all plays out and which ones are successful, which ones have problems, how much the spread takes place amongst the group. Lot of interesting, insightful data points we're about to get out of this. And what does the, you know, again, the bubble's the most restrictive. Hockey's the next. Baseball's got the most movement. PGA Tour's got the least restrictions inside the movement. And then the then college football and NHL are, are going to be the most wide open. So where do we run into issues? Where do we have success? going to be really interesting to see. Really, I'm fascinated to watch this play out. All right, that is Locked on Jazz today. Tomorrow's Thursday. We try to do live shows. I'm not quite sure my schedule of whether I'm going to be able to, but we'll try to figure it out. Thanks so much for your great emails that drove much of the show today. dlock09 at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Rejecting the screen is out with some new episodes. So make sure you tell your smart device to play the podcast, Rejecting the Screen. Rejecting the Screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.